Hey, it's your host, Brennan Kelso, law grad turned law firm marketing specialist, founder of legalsites.com.au, and you're listening to Better Law Firm Marketing. In this episode, I'm going to give you 10 realistic ways to get backlinks. Now, first of all, what's a backlink and why do you need them? We don't need them, but they can be very, very helpful. First of all, what's a backlink? So when a website is linking to your website, it's giving you a backlink. It's linking back to you. Now, why is it important? There's a few, well, there's over 200 ranking factors apparently. Uh, This is according to Google. There's about 200 things that really influence your ranking on Google. One of them is the type of links that are pointing to your website. Now, you can have bad backlinks, okay? The, uh, the, the general idea is to get good backlinks because they can really help your website um, improve its ranking and become more visible, higher on search results, and hopefully get you seen by more potential clients so that your law firm can get more work and, and make more money and make more of an impact, okay? So how do you get backlinks? We know now that they're good for SEO. How do you get them? There's a ton of ways to do it. Now, I've called this episode 10 realistic ways to get backlinks because there's a a lot of shit ways to get backlinks that I would not waste your time on. There's a lot of uh, gurus out there who will, you know, do a new video about this new exciting way to get backlinks and this this, this is the secret source and finally we have an answer. Well, that's usually bullshit. Here's the thing, getting high quality backlinks is not always easy. Okay, but I'm going to give you realistic ways to do to, to achieve it. I think that if you were to apply yourself, you'd be able to um, do most of these strategies. Okay, without taking too much time. The first realistic way to get a backlink is not necessarily the easiest way, but is to write a press release and reach out to your local media and relevant online blogs. So I'll give you an example. If you're in Newcastle. You can write a very simple, short press release of only a few hundred words. Maybe you're a new law firm, so you should have something to write about there. You're a new law firm. What's uh, what's the, uh, you know, why did you create the law firm? What's the story behind it? Where are you going? What What is your mission? That type of stuff. It's especially newsworthy if it's sent out to local websites. Now, if you're in Newcastle, you could write that press release. You could approach... Hunter Headline, which is like an online website that promotes a lot of business news in Newcastle. You could, you could approach the Newcastle Herald, Newcastle Weekly. There's a few other similar websites out there like that. Some of the other, I think Newcastle Herald really is the main um, media outlet. You could approach NBN News, but anyway, you get the idea. If you're listening to in America, no one's going to care. So you approach your local media outlets. If you're in Australia, approach online blogs like Lawyers Weekly and just pitch a press release. You know, they're, not all, they're probably not all going to pick up on it, but some of them might. Now, if you can get um, even offered a if you get offered a paid article or a feature through a website like Newcastle Herald, you probably should consider taking it. Not just for the exposure and the traffic, but also for the backlink. 
Now, you're not technically meant to pay for backlinks according to Google's terms of service. It's kind of frowned upon. But you're not just paying for a link. You're paying to be featured in a really reputable uh, online website and, and, and newspaper. Okay, so there's nothing wrong with paying for something if it also includes a backlink. And that backlink can give your website a significant boost. Like it's not guaranteed, but nothing in SEO is guaranteed. You just do the things that tend to work and they tend to provide results. That's how you know a lot of business is. Nothing's guaranteed, but you, you do things that tend to work and those things will you know drastically increase your chances of, of getting the success that you want. So write a press release, reach out to local media and relevant blogs. All right. Number two is to be a podcast guest. Now, let me just clarify again. With number one, with the first point, I, I hope it's, I, I'm going to be super clear. So if you reach out to Newcastle Herald and they write about you, they're inclined to provide you with a link, especially if you're paying for it, especially if that's part of the, you know, the thing that you've paid for, part of the package. Now, if you're getting um, a write-up from Hunter Headline, then they're inclined to give you a link as well. Whenever you're featured on these types of websites, they usually will link to you. Some of them will have a policy where they won't do that, but a lot of them will. So you'll be wanting to reach out to websites that tend to provide a link. All right, now let me get on to the second point, that is to be a podcast guest. Now, I know some of you might be thinking, come on, Brendan, here's the thing. You're in the legal space. So there's a ton of podcasts that have popped up in recent years that are all about promoting small law firms, boutique law firms, lawyers, up-and-coming lawyers, all of that stuff. So in Australia, we've got, you know, doing law differently. We've got the Lawyers Weekly podcast. We've got um, Clarissa Raywood's podcast. There's a ton of them out there. There's um, Melissa Scott's, uh, Mel Scott's web um, podcast, Council. Like, they're always popping up. Now, these podcasts tend to have a website where they post each episode, okay? And they tend to provide a link for the guest, okay? So the guest usually is at a law firm and they'll tend to link to that um, that law firm. So if I were you, I'd be um, you know creating a short list. Don't go crazy, just a short list of maybe five or so podcasts and just reach out to themselves and uh, just reach out to these podcasts and suggest yourself as a guest. I know it might sound weird, inviting yourself to the party but a lot of people who become guests on podcasts actually invite themselves it's not actually as odd as it sounds it's actually very normal in the podcast space and once you get on a podcast you're more like i didn't say that very well did i once you get on a podcast you're more likely to be invited to other podcasts so you can hopefully increase your chances of getting a good backlink a relevant backlink and also, you're inclined to get exposed to a wider network of lawyers and maybe other people who aren't even lawyers who might need your services. They might know someone who does need your service. So there's so many opportunities that can come out of doing a podcast, including possibly getting some good backlinks. Number three is to write and create linkable assets. So these could be blog posts, news articles, frequently asked questions, really good practice area pages, online guides, videos, even your own podcast. If it's providing high quality information and if it's on your website, then there's a good chance that some people will find it and hopefully link to you. 
Now, I could talk a lot about this, but generally, if you want to create linkable assets, it needs to be something people are inclined to link to. First of all, it needs to provide information that people are looking for, so you need to do your keyword research firstly. Now, provide information that maybe gives a really succinct definition. Maybe create a really informative um, article that goes into depth and goes far more into depth than what else is out there. Maybe provide yeah high quality definitions. Maybe some um, uh, you know commentary or an opinion piece about something that might be quite topical or or you know something that people debate about a fair bit. Um, you know, do you have original data or, or research or yeah, like that type of stuff? Think about when you were at uni and you were researching an assignment and you need to find your own resources. Think, try to create content that is likely to provide information that people are looking for and that people can find. All right, now. I could go on forever about this, but create linkable assets like high quality blog articles that provide the information that people want. And you could attract backlinks passively. That's usually the easiest way to get backlinks because outreach can definitely work, like you know, creating a press release and reaching out. That stuff can definitely work. But if you create linkable assets, then you can attract backlinks. Okay, and then when people start linking to your website, you can increase the amount of <clears throat> the amount of traffic to your website and the amount of opportunities that come to your business. That was number three. Number four is to sponsor local sporting teams, charities, events, and other types of organizations. That's pretty self-explanatory. I know that money is going to be a factor. <clears throat> I did see somewhere online that uh, online that you can consider creating a, a scholarship and that can create backlinks for your um, your law firm. Um, so if you were to create a scholarship through you know a university, then they'll probably hopefully link to your website. Now that is definitely something you could consider doing, but that could be a, quite an expensive option, especially for a lot of small law firms out there. So a cheaper option might be to sponsor local sporting teams, charities, events, and other types of organizations. Okay, even, um, no, I'm getting ahead of myself, but that could be a good way to get backlink. And a lot of those websites often have a .org domain and Google tends to like, you know, the .orgs, the .edus and the .govs. And I'm probably mostly speaking to Australians right now. Now, Number six on this list. No, I'm getting ahead of myself. One, two, three, four. So the sponsoring thing was four. Okay, number five is to do guest posting. Now, there are websites and blogs out there that offer guest posting. That means that you can offer to write something for them. Now, I'm just going to take a quick drink of water. Guest posting can be a bit more of a time-consuming alternative. I've done it. It can work really well. But guest post for relevant blogs and websites that offer that as an option. Now, one of the reasons why people pay me to do SEO is because I go out and do all this research and I find out where all the best opportunities are for backlinks. So you might find it is a little bit time-consuming finding good websites that you can do guest posting for but that's one of the many services that I offer and you might find that you're also quite capable of doing that as well. 
All right, the next piece of advice I have for you is to apply and nominate yourself and your business for business awards. So these uh, award events usually have a website where they list the nominees and the winners. They'll usually have, you know, like an event website as well hosted by a third party where they might link to your website. And they'll often send out a press release to the media following the event, um, celebrating the, you know, the award, um, the people who won the awards. And then those media websites might write a piece and then link to the successful businesses. So it's definitely worth applying and nominating yourself and your business for these awards, especially if it's free. The next piece of advice I have is to get media opportunities by hiring a media agent, like a PR or publicity agent. Now, you could... Uh, essentially, the, there's many reasons for this. Obviously, one of the, obviously, it's so you can get into the media. But one of them is journalists are often looking for sources. They'll be writing something and they need a source. Okay? A current affair in Australia, always looking for their so-called experts. But that's not, not to disparage anyone that's been on that show. There's a lot of actual genuine experts who have been on current affair. But the journalists are always looking for content and they're always looking for sources. Now, there are websites like SourceBottle or Haro uh, where you can connect with journalists that are looking for experts to quote, you know, in their pieces that they will put on, usually put on their website and then they'll often link to the expert. Now, you can try that and that stuff does work, but you do have to pitch yourself to these um, opportunities. You'll get an email when you've signed up and that email will present you with a range of opportunities that are available based on your preferences. And then you'll have to pitch yourself um, to um, the relevant opportunity. And a lot of the time, you'll probably never hear back from them. And sometimes you will. So it can be quite time consuming. That's why I would recommend that you get an agent okay, to, to seek these opportunities for you. The next way to get a backlink is to approach your university or college and suggest that they write an article about you. I know that a lot of this stuff might sound a little a tad narcissistic, but if you want backlinks, you know, you've got to get out there and ask for them sometimes. And, you know, your, your, your university and your college probably has a blog where they write about successful um, people who have you know, graduated from the university or college. So you are actually helping them by providing them with a content opportunity. And you're providing your time for free. And all they've got to do is, you know, interview you and then they can throw you on the website and hopefully they give you a link. And that's probably going to be a .edu link, which can be really good. The ninth piece of advice I've got you, so the ninth realistic way to get a backlink is to apply for those free directories. Okay, in Australia, we're talking local search, true local, <clears throat> yellow pages, 
there's one flare, I think you've got to pay for that. There's quite a few of them out there. You can apply for a, uh, a free listing at Doyle's Guide, which is a good one. So, yeah, I think you've got to pay if you want to get your website linked through Doyle's, but it's not that much. So those free directories. Now, those are good also for a local SEO, and they're free. It's low-hanging fruit, and why not? Give it a go. So the 10th realistic way to get a backlink is... This one's a little bit... I don't think I hear a lot of people talk about this one. Write reviews and testimonials for organizations and businesses and other websites that you have had some sort of affiliation with. Maybe you've been a client of theirs. Maybe you've done business with them. And uh, these are ones that you are happy to recommend. So simple example would be maybe you have an accountant with a website that features reviews from happy clients. You could offer to write a review for that accountant and ask that they link to your website. Then you'll have a pretty good quality, um, relevant, local backlink. Okay, and that could be really good um, for your SEO, especially in the local market. And it was pretty easy. You didn't have to do something and you really helped out someone. You're writing them a review, you're helping out their business. They probably don't even really know that that link is going to help you. And I don't think they would mind anyway. So there you go. That's a good way to get backlinks and to help other people out. So I'll just do a quick recap. Write a press release and reach out to your local media and um, relevant blogs. Number two, be a podcast guest, so invite yourself. (laughs) Number three is to write content that people are inclined to link to. So that's creating linkable assets. Number four, sponsor local sporting teams, charities, events, and other types of organizations. Number five, guest post. Number six, Apply and nominate yourself for business awards. Number seven, eight, nine, ten. Yep, number seven, get media opportunities by hiring an agent. Or you can just try and do it yourself through Source Bottle or Haro, become a source for journalists, or you can you can just you can try doing both approaches. Okay, you can try having an agent and also doing a bit of it yourself, see how you go. Number seven. No, no, number eight is to approach your university or college and suggest that they write an article all about you. Number nine is to apply for those free directories like local search. And number 10 is to brighten people's day by writing a review or a testimonial about their business or organization of whatever sort, whatever it is. Brighten their day, write something nice. Hopefully they'll feature you on their on their website. I would approach websites that already have reviews on their website, okay? Because if they don't, they're probably not going to go to the trouble to add that feature on their website, all right? Just approach the, approach the ones that are already featuring reviews from businesses and linking to those websites, all right? That's generally going to be much more successful. I hope that helped out. I think this episode's been longer than the recent episodes. So, as usual, um, please head over to legalsites.com.au. Check it out. Have a blast. You can grab a law firm marketing plan. That'll get you on my email list and we can stay in touch. Hopefully, you get some high-quality information out of the law firm marketing plan PDF as well. 
please uh, consider leaving a review, a five-star review for this podcast. <clears throat> Share it around and let people know about it. If you want some help with me one-on-one, you can apply for a paid coaching call at legalsites.com.au. That's it. Until next time, I'm your host, Brennan Kelso. I hope you have a great day.